Beautiful session over here with story time with Rabbi Yitzhak. Are you here, Rabbi Yitzhak? Yes, I guess I am here. Are you here, Yossi? I'm always here. Even when I'm not here, I'm here. You know that. Uh, that's true. That's true. Okay, so Baruch Hashem, we are ready for another wonderful, wonderful week with story time with Rabbi Yitzhak and his sidekick, me, Yossi! Wow, you're very excited. Uh, is Purim over by you? <laughs> Never over by me. It's all year round, but certain times I'm allowed to, like, let it out of the box. You know what I mean? Uh, yes, apparently, uh, yes, so it is. Okay, uh, so i like to worst, uh, hope everybody had a wonderful and enjoyable uh, Purim, as some people say, or Purim, the way we say, or Purim, the way we say, or Purim, the way the Sardim say. Whatever. Anyways, no, I am not drunk. <laughs> you sure sound it. No, I'm not. I'm just very happy, Baruch Hashem. This is a month of Adar, and Purim was beautiful and everything, and Kaddish Baruch was good to me, and he gave me wonderful jobs and things like that, wonderful work. So, Baruch Hashem, I'm so happy. Now, uh, how about you? Uh, me, I'm very happy. I had so much Hamantash, and you can't even begin to imagine. Okay, uh, I'm not going to imagine then. Okay, so anyways, we do have a very interesting story today. And uh, before we get to it, we'd like to remind everybody that you are listening to J-Root Radio at jrootradio.com. Yes, indeed, you're listening to jrootradio.com. Uh, you can listen to us live on the telephone by dialing 712-432-4217 or... You could call 718-506-9099. You can listen to us live or on the archives. Yes, indeed. Okay, that number again is 718-50. No, not 50. Oh, let me see that, Rabbi Yerbs. Oh, it's 718-506-9099. That is correct. And, of course, as always, I'd like to remind you that JVIT Radio can use your donations. It helps pay our rent and equipment and so on and so forth. And, of course... We do a wonderful service for you, so it'd be nice that you keep the service going. So by all means, please, whatever you can, send in your donations to J Root Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is J Root Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. Okay, all donations are fully appreciated. And it'll help us keep going. Okay, now I'd like to remind you that we're not going to use one telephone number. No, we never say that number, 718-683-5858. No, 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 we never, ever use that number. No, not at all. Okay, as long as we got that straightened out. Okay, now that we're sitting back and relaxing, I'd like to remind everybody that Pesach is coming around the bend. We just finished with, of course, Purim. And now we're going to start with Pesach. And, of course, everybody's doing Pesach cleaning. Yay! You love Pesach cleaning? Sure. I love to move refrigerators. You what? You don't have to do that. You know that. I know, but it's fun anyways. Okay, whatever. Anyhow, 
Uh, back to where we were. I'd like to remind you that I have a very interesting story today. Uh, somebody, Grada, told it over to me, and uh, I just didn't have no time to write notes, and I'd had no time to check it out if it's true or not, but it's in the spirit of Purim, or Purim, or Purim, or Purim, whatever. Anyways, whichever dialect you speak, okay, uh, and uh, it's a wonderful thing. Anyway, so the number that we're never going to say because everybody knows it. I oh, we're not going to say that number 718-683-5858 because everybody knows it. To call at the end of the show to ask their questions or to tell us what lesson they learned in today's story. Okay, yes, today you can actually say today's story because it's still a light outside the last time I looked. Okay, anyhow, like to remind everybody that if you're interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak, that's the rabbi over there. Anyways, if you're hiring him for the purpose of storytelling or for the amazing martial arts expo or for the very Hamish, a very popular uh, Hamish show called Koyach in the Mayach, Yes, you can call 718-375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294, right? 718-375-1294. Don't you know your own number? Uh, yes, I do. But not when you're going on three hours of sleep within about 48 hours. But anyways, that's a separate story. Really? What's that story? No, 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 not for now. Okay, anyhow, so as I was trying to say before I was rudely interrupted, I was never rudely interrupted. I was rude. Um, I mean, that's my style. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, whatever. Anyhow, the bottom line is like this. Uh, yes, I am still in the... You're still in the Pura mood. Yes, that's what I wanted to say. Okay, so anyhow... I just wanted to tell you that if anybody's interested, you already said that. Yes, but artwork or they want to buy my book, they want to buy an autograph copy. You know, we do deliver. We do, I mean, you know, ship it out. You know, we uh, you pay for the, uh, you know, hand, uh, what do you call it? Uh, shipping and handling charges. Right. Uh, at least you're sober. What are you drunk on? I'm drunk on a lack of sleep. Oh, yeah, okay, very good. Okay, anyways, uh, so it helps when you do that Tai Chi stuff? It most certainly does. <laughs> Trust me, it does. Okay, that's why I'm awake at this moment. All right, anyways, so uh, I think we covered everything about the CDs, about art lessons, so on and so forth. And yes, I try to get everybody's call back. And yes, there's sometimes waiting lists because sometimes the classes are full and sometimes they're not. And some people try for a while and then they drop out and then whatever it is. Oh, but we can put you on a waiting list or whatever. Anyhow, uh, now that we got those little things out of the way, I'd like to remind you again that this show is dedicated for a foolish lemon to Chaim Yosef. For Chaim Yosef. Mitzvi Ben Sora Miriam. Once again, this show tonight is dedicated as a sponsor for a foolish lemma for Chaim Yesed Tzvi Ben Sora Miriam and also for Peril Baschaya Rivka. Okay, now that we got these things and those things out of the way, I think we're ready for the story. Wow, we're ready for the story. Sounds like fun. Yes, it is. Be'ez Hashem. Okay, so tonight's story is called The Purim of Roda. Roda? Rhoda? Uh, what kind of place is that? Uh, it's not Rhode Island. Don't worry. Okay, anyways, uh, in Europe, there was a little shtetl called Rhoda. Oh, yeah, it's a good shtetl. I know that shtetl. What are you talking about? Isn't there a song about it? What do you mean? Rhoda, 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 Rhoda. No, 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 that's a different song. Forget that. Anyways, listen. Anyhow, this is a, said to be a true story, and I don't remember all the facts because a guy told it to me. 
on the telephone, and I don't remember every fact, and I didn't have a chance to look it up because Baruch Hashem, I was pretty busy with a lot of interesting projects, including my next CD, uh, next story CD. Look for it. You'll have the advertisements about it and where it can be, uh, whatever. Okay, anyhow, so tonight's story, the Purim of Roda. Okay, we go to the city of Roda. Okay, we're going to the city of Roda. Are we going by train, bus, or plane? No, 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 no. Use your imagination. Ah, my imagination. We're going with a Rolls Royce. All right. We're traveling in style. Bucket seats, cushioned everything. Uh, you see, wild imagination. But all right, but it's still other. Okay, anyhow, so let's get on with it. This story took place approximately 150 to 200 years ago in the days when the squires known as the Porets or known as the Perutsim or known as the Graf, those kind of people, they had absolute authority over their territories. They were like noblemen who owned lots of territory and people used to rent for them and once in a while they sold but they still had to pay taxes or whatever. Anyhow, this story took place... Obviously in the town of Rhoda. That's correct. You got that right. Okay, so now, what happened was... There was a graf. A graf? No, 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 a graf. A porritz. Oh, 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 porritz. Like a squire. Yes. There was this squire. Now, let me tell you about this squire. Yeah, what about him? This squire was first a nice person. Then he started to change. And he became mean. Wow, he went to a store and bought a mean uniform? No, that's not how it happened. Okay, so tell me how it happened. I will. I will. So let me tell you what happened. Yeah. So what happened is as follows. This Porez has so much land, so much property that he needed to hire somebody in charge. Unfortunately, he didn't do like what many of the squires used to do. They used to sometimes hire a Jewish person to take care of their properties, to be in charge. And the reason why they used to do that was mainly because the Jewish squires, they were fully able to do the math. And they were very good with the business. And they managed to be good with the Gentiles and the Jewish people alike. And therefore, it used to run wonderful. But then there were some that even though they were very mean and very anti-Semitic, they still kept sometimes a Jewish, uh, you know, a bookkeeper, if you want to call it, or whatever, or an overseer. But some of them were so mean, so bad, that they didn't even hire any Jewish person whatsoever. Instead, what they did was they hired one of their own kind, which is nothing wrong with that. But this particular person they hired, his name was Kravitsky. Wow, Kravitsky? That sounds Jewish. Well, it sounds really Polish. I don't think it's like Jewish, but it's Polish for sure. Oh, wow. Kravitsky? Uh, that's the name I said, isn't it? I think that's the name I said, Sovitsky. Anyway, Sovitsky was a very interesting poet. Yeah? Why was he so interesting? He had a big mustache. He had that too. He had a big belly? He had that too. But what did he have that was so interesting? The way he acted. Well, let me tell you. Okay. 
Kozlovsky. No, 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 you said Savitsky. No, 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 I know what I said. Savitsky is the Poritz. But Kozlovsky, he was his, like, second-hand man. Second-hand man? You mean he bought him in a used store? No, 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 no. Second-hand man means, like, you know, like the guy in charge of everything underneath him. Oh, in case he drops anything, so he picks it up underneath him, right? No, 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 no. He's like, he runs everything, and then he has somebody else to take care of the small details. Oh, I get it. He's his, uh, 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 a foreman. Yes. Wow. One guy acts like four men. Wow, unbelievable. No, no, no. Four men, F-O-R-E-M-A-N. Oh, oh, I know what you meant, you know, but it's the other. Yes, I noticed. Okay, anyhow, so let me go fight in the story. This guy came for an interview. Ah, Kozlovsky. Came to interview by Sovitsky. Okay! <laughs> so, tell me, you like to work for me, huh? Do I like to work for you? Of course I like to work for you. On one condition. All right, I'm listening. I read your uh, resume. I like your repertoire, everything you have over there. Sounds like you're a, 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 a reliable person. But tell me, please tell me carefully, what is your condition? A very simple condition. I need to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> You think I would hire you and not pay you? What's the matter with you? Uh, I don't know. Depends what's the matter with you. Me? Oh, I got a little headache on the side, you know. Ah, well, I, I drank too much last night and, and I partied him. Oh, why am I telling you this? You're working for me. All right. Kozlovsky, you are going to be my second in command. You run my business over here. And make sure everything is run properly and charge the proper rents. And be fair and square. I can be very fair, but square I can't. I'm a little bit on the round side. <laughs> okay, don't worry. I take care of everything for you. And sure enough, that's exactly what he did. He took care of everything for him. And then he did something very, very not to Jewish people, but... His true colors came out. One day, he looked around and he said, <laughs> So, apparently, I am working here for a very long time, right? <laughs> yes, right. You still can't beat me in chess. <laughs> I just made another checkmate on you. That is because my mind was elsewhere. <laughs> and what about your feet? Were they in the garbage? And where were your hands? In the refrigerator? <laughs> Cannot be in the refrigerator. Why not? Refrigerator was not invented yet. Good point. Good point. Rabbi Oops, mark that down in your story. All right, I'll do that. Wow, he caught you there. Yeah, okay, just forget that. Okay, now let's continue over here. Okay, back to the story. Are you there? I'm here. Are you there? I'm here. A am I here? Uh, you're always here, Rabbi Oops, don't worry. Okay, anyhow, so uh, that's live laughter we have in the background. We have some visitors here. Okay, anyways, it's all right. Okay. Anyway, so let me tell you what happened. No, no, no. I'm telling the story. Okay, you tell the story. Anyways, as Rabbi Hirsch was saying, so what happened was... Uh, you'll see. Okay, you tell the story. Go right ahead. All right. 
So what happened was that this guy, uh, Kozlowski, he spoke to the pirates. I thought I'm telling the story. Uh, in a certain way you are. Okay, anyway, so uh, go ahead, Kozlowski. Oh, yes, of course. Listen to me. I am running your place for a couple of years now, right? Yes. But you still can't beat me in chess. <laughs> Don't care about the chess. I care about your property. You pay me well. You treat me well. You take good care of me. I like that from a man. All right. So what do you want? <laughs> I just figured out something. Do you know that you have Jewish people running many things for you, like the flour mill, uh, like the bridge, uh, like uh, inns and taverns and kretschmers, you know, everything, yes? Yes, so what about it? Well, they do a lot of business. I spy on them, I look around, they make lots of money. Yeah, but they have big families. Yes, but the main thing is they make money, and you should charge more rent for them. Really, you think so? I mean, I... I... Just do it. Don't forget, you are the squire. They call you the porridge, they call you the graph in Polish, whatever. Listen, you're the boss, yes? <laughs> a certain way, yes, I am the boss. <laughs> I guess you could call me the boss. Yeah, sure, what about it? Well, let me tell you something. I think that you should start raising their rent. All right, I'll raise it like uh, one kopeck. No! If somebody pays, let's say, a hundred zlatis, make them pay 150 zlatis. You think I should do that? Of course you should do that. No question in my mind. <laughs> but I have questions in my mind. Listen to me. You do it. Okay? Do it. Do it. Do it. And sure enough, day after day, Kozlovsky convinced Sovitsky that he should be meaner and charge higher rents. And Jewish people came and they say, oh, I'm me. Pardon me. Shalom Aleichem, Halep Puritz, Shavitsky. Let me uh, uh, just explain you something. You know, can I know how to pop up a hobby growth in my book? I have a very large family, you understanding? And when I have this large, large family, I just want you to understand and know that uh, it costs money to feed them. Now, yes, you're right, I am making money in the inn, but you know, don't count it like I'm making so much money because I have to pay your rent, I have to pay uh, my lamed, you know, a teacher for my uh, kinderach, you know, for my children, and I also have to, um, how you say, uh, fix up the, you know, the inn, keep it going and everything like this, you know, I have all of these things going on. You understanding what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't listen to him. Remember what I tell you. Oh, oh, yeah. I was falling asleep during his speech. <laughs> oh, all right. Yankel, yankel, yankel. Listen here. I heard everything you said. You'll have to just learn how to adjust your budget. Right now, your rent is double. And if not, you can get off the land. <laughs> and I will, no problem. I will rent it very easily to someone else. What do you say? Uh, I guess I have no choice. And sure enough, this would go on like this, day after day. Things were getting worse for the people in the Roda. And the Rav of Roda, which I don't remember his name, so we're going to call him the Roda Rav, uh, or the Rav of Roda. Anyways, this rabbi said the following, Rabboisai, Rabboisai, 
Zorg zich niet, zorg zich niet. If everybody remembers that we have to remember that our main goal is not to be so comfortable here in Golis. We are here temporarily. Our main goal is to try to work up that we should have this hus to bring Mashiach here. And if we could do this, things will be better for us. But in the meantime, doesn't mean we have to suffer so much in Golis. Yeah, 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 I agree with you. Yes, no question. However, however, the way we're going to do this is not the way you think. The way we are going to do this is by working on our midos toivos. We're not going to say, Oi vey, Rabbeinu Shalom, how could you do this to us? You're making a go this way, that way. The first thing I think we should do is we should all learn to go over and thank Hashem for all the good stuff that we have. Listen, can I know how you have two hands and two feet, yes? Yeah, King Shalom. Can I know how uh, you have two eyes and you could see, right? I guess so, yeah. And can I know how uh, you are able to work, yes? Oh, Lord, if I could work, yeah, 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 yeah. So, thank HaKadosh Baruch for these things. <coughs> when Hashem Yitzborah takes one little thing away from you, don't start complaining. Be thankful for everything else. Besides, do you have a contract with Hashem? Do you have a contract that you do everything? Now, sometimes... When Hashem makes us have tourists, it's because we don't have big Odom Mechavere. We are not very nice to each other. We have to learn to be nice to each other, and then things are going to be better. You'll see. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, sure, sure. And sure enough, the people agreed to it, in principle, anyways. Well, I meanwhile, some people came to one of the Puritz's party, some of his friends. And one of them said, And I'll stop, said Robert. Let me tell you something. This is like the seventh or eighth year. But I've been coming to your birthday party. You know, but your birthday party. Listen, I'm going to tell you like it is because I'm a person myself. Your birthday parties are boring. Can you understand? You have no excitement going on. Music, everybody has music. I can have music. You can have music. But you all have music. It's no problem. But... You know, we need something, you know, like something spectacular. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, I understand exactly what you're saying. I will think about it. I don't know exactly what I'll do, but uh, I'll try. You know, I have a very good uh, Kozlowski, very good worker for me. Yeah, he helped me become richer and richer. Yeah, very good man. <laughs> yes. I will ask him if he has an idea, okay? Uh, hello there, Kozlowski, come in here, I want to talk to you a minute. Yes, what is it, my dear Poritz, my boss? <laughs> what can I do for you? <laughs> tell me anything I do for you, because you are my boss. <laughs> so tell me what you want. What I want? Okay. Listen, I have many friends come to my birthday parties. Oh, popular person, very nice. So, what is the problem? The problem is that uh, they say my birthday parties are not exciting. I need something to make my birthday party very exciting. Hmm, I got the perfect thing for you. <laughs> you do? What kind of thing is it? I don't know if you're going to like it, but it's sure going to bring a lot of laughter to everybody who sees it, especially you. Especially me, and especially to all of your friends. 
<laughs> that would be nice. And what is it? <laughs> you know, next time you make a birthday party or any kind of party, tell, you know, uh, that you want to have a group of Jewish people to come, right? Make it like 10, 20 Jews, yes? Then you have them come to your courtyard over there and then <laughs> you go over and tell them to wait there until they are called. What's the purpose of that? What kind of entertainment is that? <laughs> Listen to the rest of what I got to say. You see, after you have them standing there, okay, so then what you do is you're going to close the gate. And then comes the fun part. Comes the fun part? What is the fun part? Yeah. You have the guard dogs, right? You will let loose the guard dogs into the courtyard. And they will chase after the Jewish people there. And they will run. And it will be funny. And that's cruel. Yeah, you get used to it after a while. Yeah, maybe you're right. Okay, we try it next party. And sure enough, the following year by his birthday party, this year Puritz invited ten Jewish people. I don't understand. Why did he invite me to the birthday party? He never invited me before. I mean, all of a sudden he's inviting me to a birthday party. It was tiredness. I'm telling you, I don't understand why he invites me to the party. I'm telling you, I just don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. Uh, you think it doesn't make sense? He also invited me to the party. Oh, he also invited me to the party. He also invited me. I also invited me. He also invited me. And all these ten Jewish people came. And there was Kozlowski. Oh, good afternoon. It's so good to see you. So you are the ten people invited uh, to the birthday party. Did you know that uh, we know you can eat the food? It's not kosher. Ah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you very much for understanding. But why are we invited this year? We never invited before. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Are you listening? I like coming to parties. I love it. And I think it's wonderful. I wish the porters could make me a yard like this. This way I could put up such a big suke. You understand? Listen to me very carefully. The porters invited you, so you should provide entertainment for his party. See, look up at the balcony over there. Do you see by the balcony? That is where the porridge is right now. Wave to the porridge. Hi! How are you out there? Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Good. All right. Are you ready to do entertainment? Uh, entertainment? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, don't worry. You're going to entertain us. Oh, listen. If I knew I was going to come to entertain, I would uh, maybe bought my poem costume or the watch, you know? I mean, something's not close here. Hello, what's going on? All right. I tell you what's going on. Everybody form a circle. Make believe you're going to dance in a circle. What do you call it? A red cheetah. No, no, a, a, a cheetah is an animal that runs very fast. A ragida. Agida is not invented yet. This is before the Agida was invented. 
Oh, a grid, a grid? No, a grag is what you clap on. What else? Anything else? Uh, I like when you dance in a circle. Ah, Arakida. Ah, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Ah, everybody, let's make a circle. I don't understand this. I, I really don't understand. Okay, three more sections you'll understand. I'm just going to be uh, over there, okay? All right, you'll go over there. All right, okay. well, well, I don't understand what's going on here. I don't understand what's going on here. What's that I hear? Eh, Yoshila, is something wrong with you? Yeah, no. Why? Yeah, you're gargling in your throat. You have something wrong in your throat? You have a frog in your throat? Eh, no. No, I don't have any either. Ah, that's all right. Okay. All right, anyway, so uh, what do you think he wants us to do for entertainment? That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, uh, um, excuse me? What did you say? I didn't say nothing. Uh-uh. What, 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 I know. I know. Look over there. The guard dogs. The, the, the unchained. They're coming this way. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And let's get out of here. Let's go. And they started running as fast as they could. And as they ran to the gate, they tried to open the gate. <coughs> oh, no, the gate is locked. Well, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Get off my pants. I'll give you such a punch in the nose in a second. You're not backing down. What are you going to do? He just ripped my pants. Oi, it's me and my pants. It's the reason. Oi, what are you going to do? Wait a second. The tree. Everybody climb a tree. And in the meantime... The hidden, they were running in different directions. This one climbing here, this one climbing there, this one jumping over a fence, and this one who was weak, he just kept running around the tree trying to get the dog tired and dizzy. But the meanwhile, people on the balcony where the party was taking place, they were all laughing their heads off. <laughs> this is funny! Look at those guys, this is funnier than clowns! I told you to be a lot of good entertainment. Oh, no. This is great. This is a party. Yeah. This is the life of a party. It's fantastic. It's unbelievable. I just can't believe what's going on here. <laughs> this is fantastic. It's unbelievable. That's so funny. Hey, look at the guy. He can't climb the tree. He's running around the tree. <laughs> I don't know who's going to get tired first, him or the dog. <laughs> oh, this is so funny. <laughs> and, of course, the people, they were laughing their heads off, but not the Jewish people. Finally, all of them escaped. Some a little bruised. Some would abide here and there. And suddenly, they all had something else. Wow. Can you imagine that? I never saw anything like it in my life. It sounds like he changed completely. This Poritz. Oi. This Poritz of Hitsky. Oh! Terrible. Never did something like that. First, he starts raising the rent. Now it does this? This is crazy! What are we going to do? Um, you're really asking a very good question. Let's go to the Rav. And they went to the Rav of Roda. And the Roda Rav said to, he, to the people, Moira, boy, 
we have to be mispalled to Rabbeinu Shalaylam because we should not be mispalled that he should die. We should be mispalled that he should change his ways. He was once good. He can be good again. What do you suppose that is causing all of this? You know, I don't really leave the Dalad Amos at the base of Medrash unless I really, really have to. I basically sit here and I learn and I learn and I learn. <coughs> yes, 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 Rebbe, we understand this. But Rebbe, it seems to be that he changed ever since he hired this new person. This new person by the name of, of, uh, uh, what's his name again? Uh, 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 uh. Hey, hey, Kozlovsky. His name is Kozlovsky. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Terrible, terrible Russia. He hates us like a passion. And sure enough, Rabbi Sai, this Kozlovsky, with all his advice and all of his conniving things that he did, he made it really rough for the Jewish people. He created fines. For example, one day, Kozlovsky was walking the streets in the Jewish part of Roda. So, what is that on the ground? All that, sir, on that over there, it's a little ant. Oh, you have an ant crawling in front of your store that could go in the food. Oh, sir, let's not be ridiculous. It's on the outside. It's not on the inside of the store. Now, I don't understand you. If it's on the outside, then there shouldn't be a problem. I don't understand you. You don't have to understand me. You are an ant on the floor in front of your store? Oh, sir, you're a poet and you don't even know it. <laughs> an ant on my floor in front of my store. <laughs> this is going to cost you uh, 50 zlotis as a fine. Huh? <laughs> uh, excuse me, but uh, that's ridiculous. Don't tell me it's ridiculous. I could pass it on to the poets. He could lock you up in the dungeon. And he could fill the dungeon with all of those ants. What do you say? Uh, I'll pay the 50 zlotis. And sure enough, this guy, Kozlovsky, would look around to see whatever he could do to make trouble for the Jewish people. Indeed, he did. And then it happened one day. What happened, Rabbi Epps? What happened? Oh, you suddenly woke up? I was always up. Just that when your stories start to get very excited, I kind of like tune in and I don't have time to make jokes. That's very interesting. I find it hard to believe. Me too. Okay, go ahead. All right, let me go on. So let me tell you what happened. One day, this guy, Kozlovsky, was walking through the Jewish part of the town and people started speaking in Yiddish to each other. But since most of the Elam outside here, in English. Okay, so therefore, since most people out there don't speak Yiddish, I'll speak in English, but pretend that they're speaking in Yiddish. Oh, look, here comes the Rusha Shemarusha, Kozlovsky. Do you know, he's going to walk down the street, he's going to look and he's going to say, my nose is crooked, I should twist it the other way, then he's going to want to charge me my money. Ah, it's what he has. Yeah. Last time I tried not to pay the fine. Do you know what he did to me? What did he do to you? He locked me up. He threw me into one of those, uh, how you call it? A dungeon? 
A dungeon? He told you in a dungeon? A hitchback. How could he do that? Oh, well, that's what he did. Uh Uh-huh. So I say, you know something? In a certain sense, he reminds me of Haman, you know that? Haman? How? One second. Bushrat's the Dalton. He reminds you of Haman? How does he remind you of Haman? Well, you know, Akashverosh, you know, he wasn't such a big tzaddik. Uh, you know that by far. But Haman got him to stop building the base of Migdash. You know, he got it through his son Shemshai, you know, whatever, Shemshai, whatever. Anyways, you know, and he got, you know, uh, one thing led to another. But bottom line is, eventually the, the king gave over, you know, a lot of power to Haman, you know. You know, you know. Ah, yes, I remember Lenin and Roshim, yeah. And this way, if anything bad happened, he could blame it on Haman, not him. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I run that also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are you trying to say? Uh, mine, I'm saying, is that maybe we should nickname this guy Haman Arosha. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. When he passes by, we'll sing Arur Haman Arur. <laughs> I like that idea. And sure enough, when Kozlowski passed through the town, the people would mumble to themselves in Yiddish. And then behind his back, they would go sing a song, make it look like they were very happy. And I sing a happy song. Arur Haman Arur. And they had all different tunes. You should see when the Chazan was passing by and he saw Kozlowski. He would go on like this. And day after day, this would go on. And sometimes they mumble it so he shouldn't hear. But one day, eh, this guy Kozlowski started thinking. Laura, what is going on here? Every time I seem to pass by. Very, very interesting. Hmm. I start to walk by. And then they look at me and they turn away. And they break into a happy song. They should be very sad when they see me. <laughs> but instead, they break into a happy song. Now, why should they do something like that? Unless there's something different. No, they're not mentioning my name. Hmm. Wait a second. Have idea. You over there, come here. You're talking to me. You're talking to me. Yes, I'm talking to you. What do you think? I, I think, yeah, yeah, I think, I think I gotta go now. Uh, goodbye, I see you. My wife is calling me. You wait a second. I noticed something strange happening. Yeah, me too. I noticed that uh, you didn't brush your left tooth today. And there's one tooth that's very dirty. Uh, you can brush it, see me tomorrow. Don't be funny. Listen to me very carefully. I want to know, what's your favorite song? My favorite song, I don't know love, I shame all that, but I'm calling you too. No, you have another favorite song. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about a happy song. Oh, 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 happy song. Oh, oh, sure, sure. Uh, uh, see, uh, no, there's still another song. 
Oh, seven times a bottle of time. Another song. Oh, a die, die, hello, die, die, hello. No. Something like top, 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 top. Ah, I am Zabacho, but they call you. No, no. Something like a roar hammer, a roar hammer, a big ashley of the. And sometimes you sing it to uh, another song, uh, another tune, like a roar hammer, a Bakach, look at me. Oh, you got bakach problems? No problem. Anyways, it's, 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 uh, Hashem Bikesh Abdi. Okay, now that you understand, you heard the words, right? As I said. One second. I need to know something. I need to know something, go to school. No, 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 don't be funny. I'm not being funny. I'm being serious. You go to school, you learn a lot of stuff. Listen to me. I noticed that whenever I pass by, they sing these words. Arur Haman. Whatever. Oh, so what about it? What do those words mean? Oh, nothing, nothing special. What does the word Arur mean? Nothing special. You don't tell me I'll find a reason to find you a hundred Zlatis. So you tell me a reason right now. Uh, 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 oh, my, oh, my, just tell him. Oh, what am I going to do? Um, um, um. I can tell him what to do. No, yes, he stay out of this. Uh, um, uh, let me think about this. Um, uh, all right, uh, you know, once learned, you go with the MS, uh, nothing bad can happen. Okay, um, Ara means cursed at me, and Haman was a wicked person. You know, we have a Purim holiday. Yes, when you dress up in funny costumes. Yeah, yeah, so we have this Purim holiday. So let me tell you about this Purim holiday. You see, we have this Purim holiday, and we all dress up really nice and funny and everything, you know, because the reason why we go in disguise is one of the reasons, because, you know, uh, to show that Hashem performed a miracle, while it sort of looked like he was hidden, you know what I mean? I mean, he was always present, like he's always present now. Except now, it looked like it was hidden. Okay, so I, I, I explained you that. Now, goodbye. One second. Why they call me homo? I'm wicked? What happened to this person? Uh, nothing, nothing really serious. I, I, he just ended up hanging on this large gal is about 50 cubits high, that's all. Now, nothing serious. I mean, I, I mean, it didn't last too long, you know. His face turned green, I heard, you know. Yeah, but, but, you know, he was, like, really hanging up there, you know. Uh, <laughs> he was a little busy on the line. Anyways, <laughs> goodbye, see you. Well, very interesting. So that's what it is. Every time they see me, they curse me behind their back. <laughs> so good, they don't like me, I don't mind. But they hate me that much, yeah? Hmm, let me think of something. Make trouble for them. Oh, wait a second. I could get a great idea. Kick them all out of here and take over their properties, rent it to other people, make even more money because other people don't have socialized families. So therefore, I can collect more rent and they wouldn't quetch like the Jewish people call it. <laughs> Got idea. <laughs> so they sing or or hammer. Tell me, you over there. Hi, how are you? Oh. Oh, uh, one second. Arrahman, Arrahman. <laughs> so what can I do for you? I want to know. You sing this song on your Purim holiday? All the time. All the time. Oh, yes. Yes. We curse away Haman and, and, and anything that represents a Haman. Yes, yes, yes. 
we wish that, you know, anything that Haman stands for should not exist because Haman is in a Malaika, you know. I see. Very interesting. Hmm. And why do you have to destroy or uh, whatever? Oh, it's a plastic sense. Very simple. Uh, to her and say Haman, you know, something like that. Okay, see you anyways. Goodbye. Um, Goodbye. Ah, of course. <laughs> Got the idea. Uh, I better hurry up. And he ran as fast as he could. And he ran straight to the pirates. And as he got to the pirates, he said, Pirates, I got bad news for you. Ha, <laughs> Bad news? What? What's the bad news? <laughs> What's the bad news? Pirates, I find out that the Jews don't like you. <laughs> I don't care if they like me or not. And why should they like me? I've been raising their rent, just like you told me. <laughs> I made life miserable for them. I have every year dogs chasing Jews. They don't want to come anymore, so I force them to be. I force every year that they have to put ten people. <laughs> they get fast runners, though, good climbers, though, but it's still fun to watch them. <laughs> so, uh, what, 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 what's the problem? Well, you know, to not like you is one thing, but to curse you, to say very bad things, uh, you know, every time you pass by, Anytime I pass by, they go up and say, Arur Haman. Arur Haman. You see? Oh, sorry. Getting, getting really into the story. Okay. So, therefore, uh, I would like you to understand that maybe it's time not to just collect tyrants. Maybe it's time to get rid of the Jewish people, get other people in their place. What do you say? I hear what you're saying, but this is a big accusation. I mean, you know, to get rid of them. But, you know, a lot of them are good workers. They're very smart. You know, they do good work. I mean, you take on the people in between. Yeah, they work. But uh, maybe not as good as they are. They're better craftsmen, you know. They're better silversmiths, better tailors. Almost everything they do is better. You know that. Don't worry. We could find our own kind that will do just as good. Don't worry. Uh, I, 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 I hear. Uh, uh, do you have proof of this? <laughs> Do I approve of this? Let me tell you something. <laughs> I want you to understand. Are you ready for this? Yes, I, 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 I'm ready. Okay. They have a holiday. You understand? Every single year they have a holiday called Purim. You understand? Yes, so what? Well, anyways, at this Purim holiday, you know what they're doing? Now, tell me. They sing special. Many, many times, very loud. They go, Arur Haman, Ashe Bikeshliabdi. Arur Haman, Ashe Bikeshliabdi. And that means us. Arur means to curse. Look it up in dictionary. Go ahead, look it up. <laughs> and if they didn't curse us, what would they say? Hey, you go back into the kitchen. Who asked you? I'm sorry. I'll go and try. Shopper's going to be ready in two minutes. Uh, all right, very good, thank you. Now, what are you saying? But I saying is like this. Oru means to curse. <laughs> How do you know it doesn't mean bless? Because in Hebrew, the word to bless is baruch. Baruch means bless. Oru means curse. And that a fact. <laughs> I hear what you say. Very interesting. All right, all right, I got the picture. So, uh, now you said you're going to prove this? Yes, I'm going to prove it to you. 
You see, up until now, you don't usually go into the town and put him because they get a little bit drunk, they bounce around, they sing, they dance. You don't like this too much. So, I suggest this year, Purim afternoon, when they finish eating in their own houses, they go to the rabbi's house. When they come to the rabbi's house, which is actually they go to the shul, the synagogue, you know, because the rabbi lives upstairs. They go to the synagogue, we have plenty of room, and then they continue party late into night, and they sing, and they dance, and they do everything that is necessary. They mamish uh, have a good time. Where did you pick the word mamish? Oh, I listen to Jewish people on the street, like I hear when they say, Orur Hama. <laughs> Very interesting. So you're going to tell me. Yes, I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm talking about. Listen, don't tell them we're coming. We're going to sneak up on them in the afternoon when they're really drunk and let out from themselves. They're going to be singing, you'll see, Orur Hama. And you know that's us. That's what they call us. When I walk the streets, they say, Orur Hama behind my back. So, they do the same for you, but you don't walk the streets too often. So, what do you say? They say it? I'll tell you what I'll do. I hear what you're saying. But to get rid of all the Jews this time, instead of making them higher rents and everything else, this is like, my opinion, maybe going too far. So here's what I think. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for anything. All right. This is what I think. I personally think. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. I personally think. Then we're going to sneak up there on your Purim holiday. And if it's what you say, that they are, uh, how should you say, they are screaming horror or to curse us, then I will get rid of all the Jews. I'll kick them out, no problem. I'll force them out of land. But if they are really blessing me, then I'm going to kick you out. I'll exile you. Are you ready for that? <laughs> I'm not afraid. I know. I've seen it many times before. They always sing Orur Homo. Telling you. All right. A deal's a deal. When Purim comes around, we'll check it out. And sure enough, Purim got closer and closer. And finally, when it was Purim time, the Rebbe had everybody there and he said, Mera Boishai! Mera Boishai, listen carefully. You know, <coughs> there's an engine to reach a level that you don't know the difference between Oror Homam and Boach Mordechai. So, let us keep this in mind and try to say, in the, well, I should say, try to, uh, try to, you are to stay in the right uh, mode, you know. Yeah, that's right. Not completely, you know, uh, well, uh, controlled, you know. Right. But sure enough, they started drinking. And they were drinking. And they were drinking. But it was wine, not beer, not schnapps. But still, they got a little tipsy. And they started singing and they were dancing. And, of course, the king and his second-in-command Kozlowski was outside. Poritsovitsky was over there by the doorway. <laughs> Let's hear what they're saying. All right. Yeah, they're starting their Chochanas Yankov song. <laughs> yep, there they go. <laughs> 
chewing gum, chewing gum, hi, he's a lunatic. Chewing gum, chewing gum, hi, he's a lunatic. And of course, as they got to the part of Orahamun, these guys were a little bit tipsy. And Hashem made a very interesting nace because they're all so comrade. They had achtus together. And Hashem made a special nace. And all of a sudden, their minds were mamish literally adaloyada. So instead of saying, Oh, Ruhr Haman, suddenly came out of their mouths, Barach, 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 and it got louder and louder. Baruch Mordechai. I mean, Baruch Listen to what they're saying. I don't hear the word Ara. There's something wrong. What is going on there? They suddenly change? Can be. You tell me that Baruch means blessed, doesn't it? Yes, it does. But they're supposed to say Orur. Well, let's go in and find out. And they opened the door. And he went inside. And the pirates loved what he saw. He just jumped in and joined the dancing and he sang with them because he thought that they were praising him. And he kept singing, Baruch Haman, Baruch Haman. And of course the Jews saw him saying, Baruch Haman. They went along. And then they saw Kozlovsky. And as they passed Kozlovsky, they would whisper in his ear, Baruch Haman. And that's what they would do. And of course... This indeed was a great miracle in the city of Rhoda, in the shtetl of Rhoda. After the party was over, this Poritz, this Savitsky Poritz, he'd kept his word. He got rid of this guy, Kozlovsky. And from that day on, the Poritz Savitsky was very nice once again to all the Jewish people and kept their rents at normal prices. Ah, wow, unbelievable. Okay, do we have any time left for a phone call or two? Okay, one or two, whatever. I never told this story before. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? My name is Rosa Sharon, and I want to say you should always mean to be as an anxiety, speak to the RC. Hi, did you like tonight's story? Yeah. 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 You did a very good job being quiet. Oh, thank you, but Rabbi Erstein has such a great story, so I, I had no choice. <laughs> yeah, my sister wants to say something. Okay, let it be quickly, because we don't have so much time, because Rabbi Erstein never told the story before, um, so he had no idea how long it's going to take. Hello? Hi. Hi, how are you? Okay, I, I, I hope um, you had a wonderful... Never, um, make, um, make fun of the Jewish people. Very good, thank you. Okay. Uh, uh, do we have time for another phone call? No, that's it. Okay, that's all the time I have. Sorry, didn't know how much time this story was going to take. Okay, so until next week, everybody have a wonderful weekend. And until then, goodbye. Goodbye. Be a sponsor on the number one Jewish radio station. Call 718-951-0605. That's 718-951-0605. The Jewish station that listens to you. JRootRadio.com.